0: I'm Debbie Godfrey, and welcome to Season 2 of the Positive Parenting Pep Talks Podcast, where I'll be answering your questions about positive parenting. So sit back and listen to what some parents have asked and what my suggestions are for them. And please remember to like, subscribe, and share, and give us a great review if you like this Pep Talks Podcast. Thank you so much for being here, and happy parenting. Most parents have a problem with their kids listening. It's just one of the most common complaints that parents come to the classes with. So today I'm answering a mom's question on what to do when her kids aren't listening. (laughs) And uh, I think that you'll enjoy this episode. I share stories about when my kids didn't listen when they were younger. And it's a I think it's a fun topic to talk about because sometimes we make it so overwhelming by clumping everything that they do and don't do into not listening. And in this episode, we talk about separating out all of those things so that it's not so overwhelming, in addition to some, you know, practical tips and tools for what to do to get your kids to listen better. So enjoy today's Positive Parenting Pep Talk.
1: Um, My actual questions, I mean, I'll start with the first one, which is, I know it's going to be one of those. There's not really an easy answer either. But um, my kids, one of our biggest frustrations in our house is they just, when you make a request of them, they don't listen. And we'll give them ample warning. Hey, this is a 15-minute warning dinner. We'll bring in an egg timer, five minutes till dinner. When it comes to sit down for dinner, it's us having to say it three times. My husband gets very frustrated. There's a little bit of voices raised. A little bit of if you, you know, it all ends we're going to count to five and if you're not sitting down, you're not having dinner, you're getting in bed and going to sleep, which sucks for everyone because we don't really want to follow through with that. But, um, you know, and then when they do come, there's a lot of dilly-dallying, walking around, looking at, you know, it's, it, and it's not just dinner. It's like any time there's something like time to brush your teeth or getting ready, you know, for school, which has gotten much easier. Um, but there's still this level of not following through with requests when it's time to do something no matter how much warning we give them or that our visual timers like it's just a very frustrating thing in our house um and i don't know if it's like sometimes i feel like our kids don't take us seriously sometimes i feel like they're just actually too busy you know intertwined with each other but we are sort of at our wit's end because it's a big it's a it's an ongoing frustration like we don't know how to fix um we don't, we would like to be able to say, you know, 10 minutes till dinner, five minutes to dinner, dinner time, and they come kind of thing. And it's just not happening for us. So I'm wondering if there is a, something, you know, that, this, you know, I'm sure that's common for a lot of people. What can we do?
2: Yes. And definitely kids not listening is one of parents' biggest complaints. So you're not alone. <laughs> it is It is something that happens with kids. They tend not to listen to us. And so, throughout the class, you've been learning different tools to hopefully, hopefully you've seen some improvement in general in the area, because what I'm hearing is two things. I'm hearing a general problem with them not listening, and then I'm also hearing the specific one that I'll walk through with you. But Uh hopefully, you feel like maybe they're starting to listen a little bit. I mean, hopefully it's not getting worse.
1: And yeah, like I said, like in the morning, it's definitely gotten easier with my eight-year-old. She's, you know, getting ready for school was a big hassle, and that's gotten a lot easier. And I think, you know, implementing these, the timers and the visuals with like some of the other ideas and really getting down on their level, like it, that is helping. But there's still this general – it's generally like when we're asking them to get from point A to point B. It, there's like a billion warnings that have to come out. Um, and that can happen when we're out. Like stand by me in the grocery store and they're all over the place. Don't, you know, can you please get – can you guys stand near me? Like I'm having to say it three or four times. And then come up with a consequence that's like, you know, you could call it a threat, but it's not really, I'm trying not to think of it as a threat because I will follow through kind of thing, whereas before I was doing a lot of empty threats. Um, but it's just a general thing. It, it, it's when there's a specific direction that's generally point A to point B, you know, with a timeline, it's just really not happening. Okay. And, and I'm so, trying to, like, oh, does not, it, like
2: I'm not. Does it, yeah, does it ever happen?
1: Yes, and it does happen, and 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 sometimes it does, and sometimes...
2: Yeah, so I want you to build from there. So I want you to recognize each time that it happens, and remember there was a, one of the ideas for building self-esteem in kids was catching them doing well, and I think I shared a story about okay. that with Mike. That was one of the things that helped me just shift an entire problem, which was, for me, it was them fighting all day long, and it was by catching them not fighting and paying attention to them more when they were not fighting. So in this case, it would be when they're listening to you to really acknowledge that and spend, you know, time telling them specifically, like, how much it helps you in your life. So the next time they actually do come to the table, and hopefully <laughs> once in a while they do, so that you can catch them <laughs> doing well, but when they do say, oh, my gosh, you guys, and get your husband in on it too. Like, this was so fabulous. Look at how fun dinner is when you guys all come to the table on time and Dad and I don't have to nag you 12 times. This is amazing. I love it. I'm having a great dinner, and, you know, and if you can, you know, go do something fun. I mean, it's just like taking that energy that, uh, yeah. appreciate it, yes and so that you can start shifting the entire problem. But otherwise, you're going to have to deal with it one at a time each time it occurs. Not get overwhelmed with all the other areas that they're not listening. This is like a husband and wife getting in a fight about something, and then one of them dragging out all the past times that yeah. <laughs> everything yeah. went wrong. You know, it just doesn't help. Doesn't help move forward, move you forward. And so with the kids, you're just gonna have you know erase all the compounded. You know, it's dinner, and then well, then when we're out shopping, oh well, then when we're more this, and you know, because that's what overwhelms you and keeps you from seeing the improvement that you have had and some of the tools that you already have at your fingertips that you can use in these situations. So one of the things if the giving the warnings and all that stuff isn't working, then I would sit down with him and say, hey you guys, you know, like Dad and I totally expect when it's dinner time you guys are sitting at the dinner table and we've even gone through this whole thing thinking that if you get a five minute warning and a ten minute warning, boom, you're gonna magically show up at the table. And that's obviously not working. So What do you need in order to show up at the table on time so we're not having to police you in this? And just ask them, like, what do they need? And sometimes (laughs) they'll give amazingly simple answers, you know, and that would be just one way to respond in that moment rather than getting upset, you know, and pulling your hair out and and then feeling every other time that they haven't listened to you. And anything else you can think of to respond in the moment, you know, making it fun, being silly, Canceling dinner. Wow, nobody wants to come to dinner. Okay, dinner's canceled. Let's go to the park. (laughs) Okay. I mean, get a little crazy here because what's happening is when kids tune you out, they're not listening, right? They don't hear anything. And so you need to shake it up somehow so that they're actually listening to you. And by doing things differently, you get their attention. And so... They they will know that you're disrupting a routine that's supposed to be there. And they may even get upset about it. Well, no, we have to have dinner.
1: <laughs> oh, really? Okay.
2: <laughs> they will
1: get upset about it. Yeah, I know they will. Yeah.
2: So okay. I, yeah, so try try to respond each time. Then if you're at the grocery store and the thing happens, I, I did this thing one time, I don't know if I've shared it in this class yet, I don't think I have, Um, where I – went to the store specifically to show my kids I meant what I said. So I, w- I did need to shop, but I wasn't attached to getting what I needed on that trip. If I needed to get it later, that was a second priority to teaching my kids I meant what I said. Because I, I, too, you know, went through that period of time of too many empty threats. And, you know, we'd be in the store like, quit running around or we're going to leave. Quit running and, you know, and never leaving because I've got stuff I've got to get. And so I don't leave. And and just realizing how much that was undermining me. So in my head, we were going to the store to get some things. But if you guys, and I didn't say that out loud, but I said, okay, you guys, we're going to the store. And and I need you to behave appropriately in the store. So, And I and it was specific about the things that they did that drove me crazy, which was, you know, no running and pushing each other in the shopping carts down the aisles. You have to stay with me. And you know, there was like two or three things that I needed from them is you know, basically, I think it was staying with me and not running around the aisles and um, fighting and stuff like that. And so we get in there. and I mean, seriously, after I had this whole conversation with them, it wasn't two minutes, and they're already one of them was in the cart and the other one was pushing the other one down the aisle as fast as he could go. And I was like, okay, it looks like you guys don't want to shop today, so we're going, and I turned around, and I started walking out, and they're like, no, no, we'll behave. We won't do it anymore, blah, blah, blah. And I just walked out. It's like I was done. It's And my yeah. and the reason I was able to just walk out calmly, peacefully, and I wasn't mad. In fact, I was excited inside. I was like, hoo-hoo, I get to show them. <laughs> I mean what I say. And I had a great attitude. It's like, come on, let's go, you guys. We're just going home. It's cool. And, and we all got in the car and left, and they were like, no, no, blah, blah, blah. We just went home, and I never punished them. I never said any told you so's. I never said anything negative. We just went on in the world, and, like, everything was fine. Like, they, they didn't do anything wrong. The only consequence that they had was that we didn't stay at the store. And I don't, even, I don't even remember if it was something they needed or I needed. It didn't even matter. What mattered is I said, if you guys don't behave X way, I'm going to leave, and I did. And I followed through. And I did it with a great attitude. And so that's what cured them. I mean, after that, they totally knew. It's like, if we go in the store and we don't do what she says, she's going to leave. <laughs> and they totally believed me. And it really changed how they behaved in the store. And, right. and, you know, and that was at a time where they were a little bit older. When they were younger, I literally did not take them, even if it meant waiting till everybody was asleep. And I had to go out and do my shopping late at night because I right. didn't – I just didn't want to set myself up for so much frustration, and especially, like, yeah. grocery shopping. And I
1: tend places. not to, yeah. I mean, it's funny because I was taking them yesterday to get – because my daughter had surgery, was taking them to get, you know, their outing out of house to get popsicles. I mean, it was like a treat. And it was so funny because it was like, we're going to get your popsicles, stay with me, and, like, hold your popsicles. And yet they're, like, ping-ponging all over the aisles, picking up every candy. And I'm like, seriously? We're here to get you a treat. Like, this is ridiculous. I <laughs> but, know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I should have just left because we really didn't need the popsicles. It was a treat for them. So, yeah, that makes sense. Well, but I,
2: you know, but I, I, but I want to I, just because I think when I went shopping for that stuff, I think it was stuff for me. And so, even though they didn't have any investment in being there, and there wasn't any, there there wasn't any trace of punishment. I really feel like that's why it was such an impact. Because right.
1: It, yeah, because they just I, will get mad if it really is a punishment, like you're there. Yeah. It's yeah. When you get into revenge, like, I feel like it.
2: Yeah, they would be focusing on the wrong thing. I think if you use
1: right.
2: punishment anyway, and um, so you know, I just I think. I think if you just take each case as it comes, and, you know, you're calling it not listening now, but hopefully in the future you'll just see it as a forgetting or an accident or, you know, something less yeah, intentional, out, yeah. you know, because you'll because I want you to start seeing more often when they are listening to you and when they are paying attention and really calling it out and acknowledging it because that's the way you're going to get more of it, way more than trying to force them to listen to you in the moment. And, and again, okay. get your husband on board. So yeah,
0: definitely. Okay. I'm guessing you found today's pep talk valuable and... Hopefully, it gave you some practical tools and ideas for dealing with your children's behavior. If you'd like to work more deeply on these topics and similar topics, please join me over at my website, positiveparenting.com. I'll put a link in the description box here. I have classes starting all the time, classes that are self-directed where you can listen to lessons on your own time, and also Q&A calls where I answer your questions, just like the parents in these pep talks. So I hope, again, that you will like and share and rate this podcast and help more parents be able to see it and hear it and get help from it. Thanks again and happy parenting.